Welcome back to your go-to bite-sized gaming podcast, Pop Bites. This week, we take a bite at an Elden Ring DLC announcement, Microsoft's statement on the future of the industry, Rocksteady's new suicide game bombing with the critics, and Nintendo pulling out of E3 2023. All this and more in this week's episode of Pop Bites. And first up, we have an Elden Ring major DLC announcement from From Software. And it's stating that it's currently in development from a tweet given out by the official Elden Ring Twitter. It's stating that it will be named as um, Shadow of the Erd Tree. And it's currently in development. The announcement was dropped just uh, on the first year anniversary as of the 25th of February. Bandai Namco also revealed that it has already made 20 million copies worldwide for the game of the year, Elden Ring. Wow. All right. All right. That's a lot of. V doesn't like Elden. That's a lot of sad boy gamers. (laughs) Basically, guys, I forced him. (laughs) Yeah. To to, include this. To really make this a headline. To give proper respects. Make it a headline. The game of the year. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, you know, of course, props to Bandai Namco. I mean, they've already, they really are, like, they're one of those publishers right now out there. Yeah. You know how with the outlook of the gaming industry right now, it's like more of the rinse and repeat, remasters, reboots. But Bandai Namco stays true to Uh their formula. And uh, From Software has been one of the... How do I say this? Um, the re- revolutionized game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, with with their offering of the Souls games. The Souls-like games. I mean, yeah. um, it, it you, made... you, know, you know you change gaming if, if uh, the term used for that genre is your Exactly. Game. It's like it, it's, um, their game actually coined a new genre by itself, which is the yeah. Souls-like games, yeah. right? Although I mean, I'm, I'm not really a big fan of Souls-like games. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, I play my Devil May Cry's and other hack and slash, yeah. but um, of course, of course, as long as I get into zone, as long as it's a get good game now. No thanks. <laughs> All right, so uh, congrats to Bandai Namco and uh, of course From Software. Although I did play Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, <laughs> which is a, it's it's a From uh, no Platinum game. Sorry, I'm sorry. I thought it was a From Software game. Yeah, I think the last From Software game I tried playing was. Demon Souls on Xbox. And Demon Souls. Yeah, Demon yeah. Souls. So, because it was Dark Souls. Was it Dark Souls? Was for the PlayStation? It's Demon then Dark Souls. Dark Souls Demon was came out first and then Dark Souls. Okay, Dark Souls was the one on Xbox. Yeah, I think I it's think right that. there. So, and just upon the character creation in the first few minutes, I'm like, <laughs> it's it's not appealing at first, but when you because the graphics are too get, rough. When for you me. get when you get um, challenged with the first few games, first few, that's the first few enemies. That all, all the more, it's like it, it stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up, we have um, somewhat uh, surprising announcement or a surprising statement from Microsoft. No, I mean knowing that they still have this ongoing uh, Blizzard Activision thing and the acquisition, all the drama. But apparently, President Brad Smith um, provided a very unappealing statement that is saying that he doesn't know where the industry will be after a decade. So 
Um, this comes after the news that um, Microsoft's offering, the or rather uh, Blizzard and Activision, the Call of Duty games are were signed recently. I mean, this is amidst their ongoing battle to acquire Activision, right? But uh, right now, uh, Activision got signed, or Call of Duty, the franchise got signed for 10 years under Nintendo, which is kind of weird knowing that it's supposed they're in an ensuing sign-up deal to acquire the studio, and then they sign a deal with Nintendo, which Mm -hmm. is a competitor. Plus, um, another thing is that Xbox games or the Game Pass games are being signed with NVIDIA for their GeForce Now, the game streaming service, for another 10 years as well. So it's 10 years for Nintendo, 10 years for for Microsoft. So I guess I can understand somehow why where uh, Brad Smith's sentiment is coming from, but... I mean, I mean, coming from you being the president of Microsoft itself, that's very unappealing for your, you know, the, the press and your, I guess, your supporters, right? So, yeah. Um, I don't know what Phil Spencer would have to say about this, which is uh, the current Xbox CEO who's actually very much a gamer at heart and a pro gamer. Or, I mean, pro for... He has a heart for the gamers. He's not like a professional gamer, but he's pro gamer per se. In the, fa- in the sense that he's really wanting to push the Activision Blizzard acquisition and to really um, revive some of the older IPs. Like, for for example, Guitar Hero, which was a well-loved IP in Activision because he knows his stuff. and He knows the games that he used to play back then. So, um, what can you say about that? Well, um, it, it, it's kind of weird with, with the deals and all. And I don't know, we probably in the next few weeks... Uh, Activision will have to do PlayStation as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right, I mean, come on, right? Jim I Ryan, think, right? I, I think in a sense, um, if I'm going to look at this on a different uh, standpoint, maybe, maybe Activision is trying to... Um, Break away. Um, not really. I mean, sign, sign different deals so that the deal... Uh, different deals with the different um, consoles mm-hmm. so that they can push through with the deal with Blizzard. Since the... Uh, the whole shebang of it was because of uh, restricting games and stuff, and I think Call of Duty was the big factor. The big factor, yeah. So, so they're like trying to split the vote, something like that. Uh, I, I think they're the trying to, to do like a, a maneuver wherein um, the loss will be pointless uh-huh. because for the next ten years, Call of Duty is available regardless. It's, yeah, so, regardless. Uh, I mean, if, if uh, this is just a theory. <laughs> Well, on my end, it's just a, a, a theory. <laughs> apart, apart from that, um, I think uh, I kind of resonated with uh, Brad Smith when I said that the landscape of gaming might change after uh, ten years or so. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just in the way they handle business, but probably um, consoles, the future consoles. consoles in, in general. I mean, we don't with, with, with all the streaming services that we have, the rise of the continuous rise of Steam and the other. Um, uh, basically streaming streaming services and um, it, it's kind of hard to see how things are going to continue with, with the rate that it's going right now mm-hmm. I mean even PS now has their own of course and uh, with, with Xbox's Game Pass um, uh, 10 years is quite a long time mm-hmm. so there might be a, a big I mean just 10 years ago for, we're going to look back um, we did not see that game streaming will be a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up until recently, which which really 
um, help the gamers and with all the things that happening with AI and stuff um, I don't know well, 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 where we're gonna go in, in, in 10 years time 10 years well um, yeah that may, that may be a possibility although what I, my, my take on this is like um, we all we all know that these would be like sub complements or like uh, supplements to having the actual platform if you're a PlayStation boy or an Xbox guy And you know, PC is closer to Xbox, but regardless, I'm thinking that this would mean just like um, alternatives. Like if you're uh, someone who's on the go, but it, I, I, I don't believe that it would defeat having the actual platform or the hardware to do your gaming. It may be like supplements. Like mm-hmm. if, you're, you, if you're always on the road, you're away, you can't be away from your games, then you have game streaming and cloud gaming, but... Mm-hmm. Regardless, I don't think in 10 years' time, I think there will always be better, far more powerful and better hardware. Mm-hmm. Even with, you know, um, uh, VR and yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Is the metaverse still a thing? I think not. I think it <laughs> After quickly, losing $13.2 billion. I know, I, another I, $13.2 I think, billion. I think it quickly got like dissolved. So I, uh, I think I think gaming is still always going to be here to stay regardless. Mm-hmm. Maybe this, you know, powerful hardware and whatnot, but... Um, yeah, I don't think it'll, it'll be going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have uh, Rocksteady's new suicide game, which is actually a far shot from their best-selling uh, Arkham Knight game, which was a few years back. I um, actually played it just a few months ago before um, Kevin Conroy passed away. So, rest in peace, Sir Kevin. Um, and now, apparently... Kill the Suicide Squad or like Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League was the last project of Kevin Conroy reprising his role as the voice of uh, Batman and Bruce Wayne but apparently <laughs> after the first trailer right now it quickly bombed with the critics I mean I I for I for one when I saw the uh, the trailer it was like um is this like a rehash of Gotham Knights which we all know was like barely a month after its release is already on 50% discounted <laughs> It's that bad, man. I mean, I for one, I tried it, but it's like, sorry, I, I, I can't, I just can't fathom it, man. <laughs> Now we're we're reading from. Um, there's no actual like news or article about it because it's just a trailer. But we're reading basically from the official FAQs from Warner Brothers Games. Um, so one of the things that, well, is a point of concern is that it's going to be an online only, online always online game, which is like. Brings me back to the era of Xbox One. Is is are we back in like 2014, 2013? Lauren, <laughs> it's still a, a deal between DRM and anti piracy. Mm. I mean, why? Why do this, man? Now, if you're talking about uh, keeping the data on the cloud, I mean, we all know that uh, that's not true. I mean, nowadays it's just a uh, like convergence of technology, having it offline and online. So I think there's no excuse for that. And then secondly, the issue with loot boxes. So it's ironic that this is a Rocksteady game, which is uh, Rocksteady is well known for Arkham Knight, uh, an offline single-player campaign-based game. And now they're diving into online, online-based campaign. It's, so it's kind of weird. Um, what are your or, thoughts or, on this? Or the pull of money strong? Yeah, well, <laughs> on this one. That's that's But, another. Point um, for that, I think. Um, It's it's kind of weird that they're they're moving towards live service, 
unless live service uh, unless well, especially on single player I mean I understand the multiplayer aspect um, but I guess in, in single player the, the only reasonable thing that I can think of is they might be thinking to bring in like other characters for help in case you need one but uh, apart from that um, single player campaigns are there for a reason I mean of course right nowadays uh, majority of the people have stable internet and um, most of us have like upwards of 100 Mbps right now mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time single player is still single player I yeah, mean exactly there are times where in, uh, I think just a few days ago I was trying to play um, an online game and it just so happened that I have good, I have a good signal with my other phone mm-hmm. but the problem was that phone cannot connect to the server because of whatever issues they have with is the this, network is this Jablo Immortal? <laughs> uh, but basically that's, that's the gist of the, the story so uh, it's it's gonna limit the, the fun the, the for, for the yeah. players yeah 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 I agree. Plus, yeah, really, I don't really understand when just the, when I saw the trailer, the actual gameplay. It's like, what is this, man? I mean, this doesn't look anything like the Arkham games. So, um, I know that they're trying to experiment. That's it's supposed to be a brand new game, but it it really looks very much like Gotham Knights. <laughs> the gameplay and everything that with the like the maneuverability of the character. Mm-hmm. Wow, I mean. My take on this is that this is probably since plus I I've heard that some of the devs from the original Rocksteady team have already left, so this is like a sign that maybe they're being limited by the new, you know how all the rehash of Warner yeah. Warner Brothers and Discovery and all. Maybe this is already yeah. like a limiting yeah. fact. This is the start of it, <laughs> the beginning of the end. Is it <laughs> for for all DC IPs? Now, I'm I'm sure you folks know that we're you know really hard hard at the ass of DC EU and whatnot. But I don't know, man. I mean, this is just inexcusable. For I mean, does it mean that James Gunn is also raining hell on even the IPs of the the video games? I mean, wow. Now let's let's just hope that the story is somehow it's somehow decent. relevant. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they, they can they can make up for it if the story is good, even saliva service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, uh, for our last news, which is a bonus tidbit, we heard that uh, the recent announcement of Nintendo missing out on E3 2023. I'm pretty sure that this is no longer new for the folks out there. Um, after the resumption of E3 coming back from the pandemic. Um, most of the big three studios, uh, Sony, Microsoft, are already missing out or no longer participating on E3 majorly because one of the reasons we're looking at is that they already have their own conferences and platforms. Sony has State of Play. Microsoft has its own like game dev, game con, uh, where it announces its new games. And I know Nintendo has its own as well, mm-hmm. like the Nintendo State of uh, I, I forgot, Nintendo something. Which is an online event as well. Uh, so I don't know. I think E3 right now is losing its audience, or it's already losing its relevance. Because I, I think E3 is very costly. It's like a, it's, it's supposed to be an exclusive event for devs, majorly for press. Uh, what do you think? 
What do you think of this? Well, majority of the people now have their online platforms to exactly. do it. Exactly. That's so, it. That's it. Um, I think what whatever is the cost of making those platforms is way, way, way cheaper than, than attending easily. Exactly. I mean, imagine you, you have to sign, you have to pay yeah. for like having a boost there and mm-hmm. having your presence when clearly you can have your own thing, which mm-hmm. is more extravagant. Yeah. You can have your own lineup, your yeah. orchestra or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I guess this this is something that is... Like um, a product of uh, the pandemic. The pandemic. Since exactly. uh, a lot of people uh, have shifted to online, shifted events. online events, and uh, of course, uh, the rise of YouTube streaming—it's no accident why this happened right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess people should also watch out for on our own event, <laughs> event platform. Eventually, event coming very, very soon. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so there we have it, folks. Those will be our roundup for this week. Uh, share us your thoughts via our Facebook page and, of course, join the discussion via our Discord server. And, by the way, we're going to be making a very fresh change coming this March for Pop Bites. And because of all your uh, support and strong following, we've decided to have a new home for Pop Bites which is going to be separate from our main episodes of Pop Pixel, which is now going to be under its own Pop Bites channel on, on Spotify. Stay tuned and watch out. All right, so this would have to be the B together with I'm Core, and this is Pop Bites. Pop Pixel serves your fresh weekly content on film, video games, and culture. New episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcast apps. Do you love our content? You can support us in our Patreon page for our future episodes and productions. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel for weekly featured videos.